Yeah. Howdy, it's corn on the cob. It's the knobs corn. with the juice. Corn. Welcome to episode 85 of Water Hockey, where we talk all things Texas hockey and the culture that surrounds it. Make sure to check out our friends over at Texas Hockey Apparel. I don't know, the Labor Day sale will be right around the corner when this comes out. Uh, they are absolutely going to be cleaning house, getting ready for the winter season here in Texas. Uh, I guess winter everywhere, but the prices have never been lower. Uh, so get over to texashockeyapparel.com uh, on Labor Day to check out their sales. But look, the prices have never been lower. Uh, and as always, make sure to follow Water Hockey on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook for all the latest news surrounding hockey in Texas, including reverse retro rumors, which we are deep into right now. Uh, we have a packed show again, just like last week. Uh, we're going to go in a little bit different direction. We're going to be shouting out another team here in the DFW area, uh, but we're going to run it back a little different than before, uh, than last week. The Allen Americans offseason is basically coming to a close within the next couple of weeks. We have just a ton, a slew, if you will, to go over. Uh, so what better way to do it than bringing back one of our favorite guests to the show? Uh, he was the third official signing this summer by the brand new shiny and three ice champion head coach and GM Chad Costello. And he joins to look what be is going to be a revamped American squad. Uh, he played as a forward and uh, damn it, just a great defenseman too. Uh, welcome back to the show, Jared Bethune, AKA tuna. Uh, first we got to kick it off how we always do and catch up with the boys, but obviously, man, you had a long summer. We just talked about a little bit, so let's catch up with you. And, uh, how was everything? How was your summer? It was good. Uh, like usual, I went by too fast, but um, thanks for bringing me on and snapping around with you guys. And um, yeah, I'm happy, uh, excited for the season to get going here. So Beautiful. I mean, obviously, we're going to get to a ton because there is a ton to cover, uh, but going to kick it back over to Patrick. Patrick, man, tell us about your weekend. We know how your summer's been. But give us a rundown of the weekend. I've been sitting here trying to think about what we did over the weekend, and I am drawing a blank. All I know is that we went over to my brother and sister-in-law's to watch House of the Dragon in their fancy theater room. <clears throat> I am ready to get hurt again because I'm fully invested. After two episodes, huh? It's really good. It feels like season five and earlier Game of Thrones. Um, seasons six through eight were uh, good, but disappointing. It doesn't feel like that. It feels like they have a cohesive story. Would recommend. Is that before Voldemort and Gandalf showed up? Or, uh, yeah, I think so. It's it's like <laughs> a Luke and Leia hundred years before like then. before or after this. Yeah, it was a banger of an episode. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna make some game of. The... <laughs> <laughs> We're just trying to piss off every fantasy show <laughs> fan base out there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. Nerds. <laughs> What was that? What was Nerds. That? Oh, man. Obviously, that's Jason. So we're catching up with uh, the, the fantasy world. Jason, man, what, what kind of adventures did you get into? Did you uh, end up in Mordor this weekend or elsewhere? I went out to uh, out east of Rockwall, which is uh, BFE, I guess, if you're familiar with the area. Oh, dude, same. Uh, smoked some ribs. Way out there. Oh. Smoked some ribs. We had a... Uh, what we called our end of summer bash at a friend's house or one of my coworkers' house. 
she hosted us and they had a pool. So we uh, took the kiddo out there, had a good time. Uh, but nice. then we found out later that night that somebody broke into the house that they were building, like two houses over from them and just like completely destroyed the interior of it. But they think it was like a, I don't know, we're not a true crime podcast or anything like that. So can't, uh, not yet. Yeah, I, I know, but we're gonna we're gonna solve this case. But they think it's like a disgruntled uh, contractor because, like, the damage that they did was very specific. Like, they knew that they had like these what huge slabs for like the uh, oh my gosh for their kitchen and everything. So like, they just painted all over it, like just ruined them or whatever. Oh, I was and then they poured like quickcrete down the plumbing and stuff Mm. like that, so it hardened all the. Oof. Oh, so that is, like, that is, all the damage that was done was very invasive. not very juvenile. That's expensive. Yeah, exactly. They knew what they were doing. Nothing was like taken out of it. It was just very specific damage. Mm. So they think it was just a contractor who kind of went array. Well, you know how you can prevent specific damage from your hockey gear. <laughs> Segway that. If you look over my shoulder. Obviously, we're not doing this live, but in in our world, if you look over my shoulder, there's this beautiful, bright red light, red lamp, red or gold lamp, red. Come on, Jeffrey, get it together for Conway and Banks. Conway and Banks bag. Jason, tell me a little bit more about these non-damaging hockey bags. Well, guys, if you're looking to get rid of that nasty bag that you already have with the busted zipper on it. Go ahead and check out ConwayandBanks.com. They make those premium quality bags that are built to last. They include removable organizers to keep all your shit organized. And it keeps everything dry with those waterproof materials and those giant vents on the side. My uh, favorite feature there is that built-in foot mat that keeps my feet dry in those nasty locker rooms. They come in three different sizes. The goal lamp red that Fink has there. They've got That's the not a size. That's They've not a size. The- that's not a size. That's a size that's a... and color. Oh, you just said sizes, not... man. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, someone, sizes and someone, colors. Someone poured <laughs> quickcrete down your ears. Yes, I know. Cool. Sorry. All right. The three different colors and sizes, the gold lamp red, the navy, the black. Um, so, yeah, you'll be sure to find one that you love. Go ahead. You'll get 10% off uh, by using code WHATAHOCKEY10. And uh, get your gear to the rink in style. Well, (laughs) it was a beautiful weekend. I want to give a special shout out to uh, my my main sweet angel boy, Deacon, turning one today uh, on this very day when we were recording on Tuesday. Uh, It's just a great hockey name. Just Deacon, like absolutely splendid hockey name. He's an absolute beauty. He doesn't even know it. Uh, Just a huge, huge day for him. Also, shout out to uh, my buddy, Jacob Finley. We had the Finley scramble because I was also in BFE uh, on Friday in Roy City at Stone River, the Goat Pasture Golf Course, uh, playing a fun fun little birthday scramble. Uh, The driver is officially back, boys. Hit one carried about 270, drove it about 315. Uh, We don't need to get in schematics. It was one of the best hits I've ever had in my entire life. Unfortunately, came in, I think, third place overall. I uh, got beat by some wily veterans. We're talking like 60-year-old bar regulars at Chili's. How are you? It just happened uh, to shoot a minus 21 inexplicably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm, as they always do. So they, yeah, I mean, I bet. 
just ripping cowboy killers on the course. Uh, yeah, you know, good, good for them. Good for them. Huge shout out. Also, huge shout out to uh, Sauce Sauce, as always, repping water hockey all year long. It, it is high time now here in Texas, especially the temperatures are finally starting to drop. So head over to SauceSauce.com. Use code WATASAUCE to get 10% off your entire order. I may or may not bring out the sauce toss at the uh, credit union events to credit uh, the Allen Events Center, formerly known as, because uh, I can never get the name right. Uh, and, and Union of Texas. Thank you. The the uh, North Texas. But North we Texas. can we can bring that out. Let the uh, the new Americans rip on it. Uh, and then if you are ready to have your home feel like a hockey rink, you've already heard me talk about it for the past couple weeks. GAC Service Companies, GAC Service Co., Call them at 972-278-6739 for all your AC repairs and needs and heating because now that it's getting down to the 80s, Texans think that is winter. So if you guys need your heater worked on, JAC has been servicing North Texas for well over 30 years. You're definitely going to be in safe hands. Trey, one of the guys that works with him, was on the golf course with me. Glorious swing. Too bad we beat him by probably five strokes. And again, that's 972-278-6739 and make sure to let them know at Water Hockey sent you because that's how they know we're actually making a difference, not just on the ice, but off the ice. Uh, but like I said, there's a ton of American stuff that we need to catch up on. Uh, we're going to get to talk with, uh, you know, Tuna here about that. And the first big news story we have to cover, we didn't talk about this last week, even though it had happened right around the time that the episode was coming out. The Americans have announced their brand new affiliate for the 22-23 ECHL season and the Belleville and Ottawa Senators uh, Tuna, how are you feeling about that? Did you have any inkling that that was going to happen? And and what was the news like when you found out that you guys are going to be uh, associated with the Senators going in next season? Yeah, uh, I didn't really know much about going on. I've just kind of been – I was working all all summer, so I kept up with a few guys and stuff, and no one really knew much. So I think everyone's pretty excited about that. So, you know, I think the way that the Senators are kind of running their organization. Um, I don't know too much about Belleville yet, but it sounds like, you know, they're going young and – going for prospects and stuff. So definitely good for, for guys looking to, you know, make that jump and stuff and connecting with them. So um, being from Kingston or like playing uh, school in Kingston there, it's really close there. So, I mean, hopefully uh, can have a good season, but uh, I think from what I've heard from all the guys, just texting and stuff, everyone's pretty excited with that, uh, that deal and should be a good year for us. I think everything's kind of lining up, uh, lining up nicely for us. Yeah, and it was, uh, you know, I have to to give a special shout out to the, the whole front office. I mean, they've been through a lot these past couple of seasons, obviously starting with COVID uh, and then going into last season, obviously getting that deal with the Kraken and making a little bit of history of being the first ever ECHL affiliate for the Kraken. Um, and, you know, it's it's always kind of scary going into an offseason without an affiliate. Um, obviously, the Kraken have decided to go in a different direction with the Kansas City Mavericks and the uh, Coachella Valley. Uh, what is it? Firebirds, which is a sick, yeah. sick logo, by the way. Yeah. But, uh, you know, huge stick taps, snaps all around for the front office of the Americans uh, for getting that done. Uh, special shout out to Tommy Daniels. That dude was on the phones literally every five seconds, it seemed like. Uh, so big, big, big news for them. Big news for the boys. Um, and, and it's just exciting. I mean, I think we're all excited for the next season. But there have been already um, a few additions to the roster that show the Americans organization is going to be a much different team than it has been uh, in the past. Uh, Luke Rossini was announced uh, on Tuesday today, making his return to the organization. 
Uh, and one guy that I've actually been following for quite a while because you can't ignore the guy's beard. Bolton Saucerman was announced last week as well. Um, in, the, in regards to those two guys, how are you feeling about those two additions and kind of what they bring? Or have you had a chance to kind of look into what Saucerman does? Because Persini was with the team before, so you guys already know you're familiar with him. Uh, that's a huge get. But have you had a chance to kind of look into Saucerman at all? Because he's been around for quite a while. Yeah. Um, well, Purs, I mean, we're just like we're two of the closest guys on the team. Like we're uh, pretty much best friends. So uh, kind of we're keeping up all summer and stuff. And he was busy working as a company there. But um, yeah, he's just a, a stud goalie. So like I think it showed when he came in and you know didn't miss a beat. And he was there for us and saved us a lot of games and stuff. So I think. Uh, I think everyone's pretty excited. We were able to get him back and, um, you know, he's comfortable here. So that's going to be a good start for him and us to, to get the season going. And then Sosterman, um kind of looked up his hockey DB and stuff. And it's, it's always good to have a couple of those older guys that, you know, can show us young guys, especially for me as a, a D man there, it's going to be pretty cool to, to lean on him and um, just kind of learn the game and stuff and show us young guys how to be a pro more and stuff. And um, I think it's just a great addition, you know, seeing how many, a games he's had and his career and where he's been. So pretty excited to, to bring a guy like that into the season. Yeah. And have you ever seen, uh, <laughs> have you ever seen the claymation movie Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer with the Island of misfit toys? Yeah. You know, the guy who has the ice pick the whole time with the yeah. giant red beard. Yeah, That's him. That's him. Yes. That awesome. Yeah. That yeah. is so good. <laughs> That's oh. the, the fr- I don't know what it was, but I have, I've been, like I said, I've been following Saucerman. He was actually part of the Steelheads organization, which is linked to the stars. Uh, they're the ECHL affiliate. So I was like, this dude is an absolute like marketing gold mine. Uh, so I, right now. I yeah, think with the regime, <laughs> that's him. Yeah, that I think with awesome. the regime that the, uh, the Americans have in the front office, they've got a pretty stellar marketing, uh, marketing staff. Uh, I, I hate to compare cause the dude hated it so much. God bless him. But when they had Zane Franklin dressed up as a leprechaun, I'm wondering if they're going to have to uh, get Saucerman dressed up as that guy yeah. from uh, <laughs> Rudolph to come out yeah. for Christmas. Yeah. Um, That's funny. But so yeah, you, you to, said. I was going to say shout out to the front officer, uh, Tommy Daniels and them. They're, they've been grinding. So we all appreciate that for us on this end too. Yeah, it's it's funny because we actually kind of share it with with some of our friends, um, you know, faithful French Fry Nation listeners. The off season is probably the busiest time of all. I mean, you there's just you got to kind of figure out what you're going to talk about, how you're going to talk about it, and so you know, the front office has been absolutely stellar for them. Um, you you mentioned that you and uh, Prasini were were best friends, and obviously, it's no secret that goalies are a, uh, a different breed of human beings. Um, do you have any weird quirks that Prasini has or any weird, like uh, maybe superstitions that you've noticed that he has? No, I think, uh, and I don't know if this is just for Purs, but it's probably the most non-goalie I've probably hung out with. I mean, he's still Purs is his own breed, but um, he, he's pretty, uh, easy going but for me i've i played with a guy years ago and he had a lot of uh superstitions that just like it was detrimental to his almost game for a bit so seeing that it just made me just you know kind of get away from that so i just i try to enjoy my game like i'll eat whatever before games whatever i'm feeling and i find that i just if it's game days and stuff i just like to do it but uh 
try to get into a routine and just do little like things that you know feel a bit more normal if you're traveling different arenas and stuff but um yeah pretty much every guy has little quirks and stuff but i try to keep it pretty simple so less to less goes on uh, we heard that uh, we heard from a, an a unconfirmed source that Uncrustables uh, have been a hit with with the team, and think- that may have led to uh, landing us a spot or three spots on the uh, the team bus at one point this season. So, yeah, we'll we'll bring the Uncrustables. You'll, you'll lights out. Up. They were I couldn't yeah. believe like, they they started to catch wind like halfway through the season. Like Skio started trying them. He's like these things are like. He was dumbing them left and right in between periods, so it was pretty. Uh, I remember I was, eating, periods too. I was eating one eight one half one like the first period. The second period, I came to eat the other half, and he was looking at me because we were low on crust. He was like, "Are you going for?" <laughs> He's all mad at me. I'm like, "No, no, no it's first one, first one, Skeeter." <laughs> but yeah, they they're were like uh, the uh, they're like the sticks, the sticks yeah. for the Americans. Yeah, sticks are unreal. Yeah, crustables are unbelievable. Yeah, Allison was our. Uh, she was making sure they were stocked up for us, so we got to shout out her for that. Cause, yeah, they were very popular. Yeah, we uh, we heard that's going to be our ticket to get on, so we'll have to go. supply them. Also, I do want to uh, say there is one Uncrustable that's highly disappointing, and it's the taco one. Uh, you're supposed to pop it in the microwave for like a minute. I know Patrick is given the most funky face right now. There is a taco Uncrustable. Um, don't even try it. Uh, I, I was the guinea pig for the world, and uh, I'm, I'm sad to say that it was really upsetting, man. Uh, just get a Crunchwrap Supreme and live, you know, <laughs> live moss. So, uh, they but, were so concerned with whether they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That was uh, so, so back, back focused on the team. Um, gonna ramble here for, for a bit because there have been a lot of signings that we haven't had a chance to cover. Uh, so a little bit about scoring though, because you guys have gotten Steven Bayless. Now he's heading over via trade from the rush. Hank Crone, another guy that we've had on the show, absolute stud picked up. He's speedy. He's a forward right out of Dallas. Uh, Zach Pachiro coming back. Another potent scorer. Uh, Nick Albano has been, has been, uh, signed. Uh, we can't forget about, uh, Marcel. Is it, I still haven't figured out. Is it Kubo or God? It's God Bow. If you I want to say God Bow because I know a guy from my town. It's God Bow, but I could. Be. All right, we're going with God Bow, and then yeah. his teammate, and who have he might have the sickest name in all of hockey. Cool name ever. Uh, yeah, Lord Anthony Grissom. Uh, do you see this team shaping together into a more like offensive minded minded unit before? Um, and also, obviously, I have to shout out Chris Malari, Justin Young think that almost covers everyone that they've signed. Um, but what are your thoughts on kind of basically the team that, that Costello has put together so far in his first year as head coach and GM? Yeah, I think uh, just the way we're going, I mean, we still have, you know, like Sosterman and we'll have some veterans coming back, but um, definitely like young, fast guys. I think, you know, we're going to have that offensive side. It's going to be pretty exciting to see. And it's kind of off Costello's style a bit, I think, and the way he wants to coach and, um, I talked to him briefly after the season when he was just announced and just hearing his vision and stuff and some of the stuff he's thinking about changing for the team. It's just, it's all so exciting. And um, the way he carried himself as a pro playing and then now how he wants to transition to a coach, you can just see it's going to be pretty cool. And like the way we're going to play is going to be a completely different team. So um, I think, yeah, I think fans, you know, even people that uh, hopefully bring, bring in some new fans too, but uh, people are going to be really excited with the year we have coming up here. 
And uh, speaking of Costello, have you had a chance to kind of have any conversations with him uh, about what his expectations might be going into the season? Yeah, I mean, we talked uh, briefly when he was just getting uh, announced and stuff, and he said he was going to contact each guy from last year and kind of let them know what he's thinking. And then um, just very professional that way. I think that's pretty cool for a, a new coach coming in to do. Um, and then um, talked to him when I was signing and stuff and just, you know, me being a forward and D, what we thought uh, we should go and what his opinions were. I said, just be on it. Like, we were good friends so, at the time. So, um just what he thought I'd, I'd be best with the team and stuff. And obviously I can be versatile, but uh, we're deciding to go defense, I think, to start the year and, and see that uh, teach me some stuff and bringing in some, some people that will help me with that. So um, just his vision with a lot of stuff that, uh, I mean, I think that the Allen team will announce it, the Americans, but um, when it gets announced, I think fans will see just how uh, how well Costello is coming into this and just so professional. It's, it's pretty cool. It's a completely different uh, – revamp and just the way he wants it to be ran and just his experience playing in so many different places i think he's kind of put it all together being a new young coach so it's uh from what i've heard everyone's just so excited and i've heard from other guys around the league they're just kind of astonished that a guy that just you know played had a great season won the three ice champions won the mvp just he's still that good but he's taken over but it's cool to have a young mind like that uh sometimes i think in hockey you kind of stay with the the older coaches and sometimes it's nice to have that refreshing thing. So it'd be really cool to see. Yeah. Like what was your, like, did you have any inclination uh, going into the end of last season that he might be the guy that was taking over? Uh, or um, was it kind of one of those things where you're like, Oh, Oh, Oh shit. Okay. All right. Costi's the coach. Now we heard rumors a little bit about that, if that was going to you know happen or not. But I think it was just kind of, us just, shooting the shit and stuff and we didn't know but yeah. when it was announced it kind of made sense i think it's just the perfect fit for such a legend for alan and um just the way he played and how the team was ran back then and stuff and just just his career and stuff if you're going to bring in a new coach i know marty was a legend in, in alan so i think bringing in costello is just a perfect uh segue into revamping the team with the younger mindset and just a fresh start i think sometimes teams need that so i think that's pretty cool uh, and I'm going to move this question up to now. Speaking of the front office, uh, who is the best trainer in the ECHL? I mean, I think we had the best duo going on. We had, <laughs> we had Dootsie and Allison, and, you know, they kind of just worked off each other. Like, they're just awesome. Like, Dootsie's freaking the man. So I got a big text from him this summer, and I was just – just puts a smile on your face, and we're just saying, you know, we've went through a lot together. And he's just always so happy for the boys. So I think Dootsie's – got to give it to Dootsie and – um, but Allison was great too. She was, uh, she was a great fit for us too. So she, she helped out with, uh, Ben Crustles, making sure they were always stocked up. So I think boys appreciated that and it's pretty good for that. But I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a glue girl move. That, that yeah, keeps yeah. The team together. <laughs> yeah. But Dootsie, you can't, you can't go wrong with Dootsie. Just his energy and stuff he brings is just probably the, the funnest thing you've ever seen from trainer. It's like seeing a kid on Christmas morning, opening up a super Nintendo for the first time when that came out, every time you see him. Yeah, it's a sweet well, joy of a man. In uh, in playoffs this year, we uh, kind of if you lose a game, you'll have someone else read the lineup this year, and we had Dutsy come in, and that energy you saw from this guy was unbelievable. Like, just comes in running, has a towel going, all the boys are hooting and hauling. And <laughs> <laughs> he lost his voice after, but just to see him like that, and the boys would even if he was if he was like tired and stuff, the boys would go up and run up and give him like a big tickle thing, and just he just he just like loved it, he just like like. <laughs> 
spark the boys <laughs> up and stuff. So he's just he's just an awesome guy to have around. So I'm happy that we got Dutti. I, I don't want to take any anything away from K9, but I think Dutti might be from be my favorite mascot in all of DCH. Yeah, Dutti. Yeah, Dutti's the goat. Uh, <laughs> so to put it on the back of the jersey already, like it's got a new name now. Yeah, we got it on that. Should we make? Should we? Uh, oh, I said K nine. That's the number biscuit wears. I'm a, I'm a fool. Yeah. Sh- should we get some uh, some dude special edition uh, water hockey jerseys and just show that up with Dootsie on our back? Yeah, that would be. He might. He might. He might cry. He might not be able to to be the the head trainer for that game. He might have to hand the reins over. It's going to be uh, <laughs> emotional. Crying happy tears. Yeah. Uh. So so getting back to the uh, the next season a little bit. How do you feel personally? Obviously. You're you're making the trek back here pretty soon. How are how are you feeling going into the season, and what kind of expectations do you have for yourself? Uh, for me, it's um, it was definitely a learning curve the last the second half of the season. So um, by the end, I was pretty comfortable with playing D and stuff, and um, I think with what we're bringing in, and um, I got about five weeks I think left here. So I came down to Minneapolis and skating five days a week and, and lifting too. So. Um, just getting myself prepared and um, I'm going to do everything I can just so I'm coming uh, to the ground running with the season. So um, definitely just still going to be a light hairy guy that I am and make sure, you know, we're having fun and stuff. And I think Costi's going to be awesome for that. You know, we're going to be very big on, on winning, but make sure we're having fun doing it. And um, just that young mindset's going to be pretty cool to see. I haven't really had a coach like that before. So um I think everyone's just from what I've heard that like I've had FaceTimes from Chiro and I played with him in Prince George back in the day and my first stint in Allen, he's one of the big reasons I came here. So um, shout out Chiro because he's a hell of a player. And then um, I think everyone's just like, I've talked to guys and they're trying to get down to Allen like next week if we can. So I think everyone's just oh, ready. Wow. To, yeah. Everyone's, I don't think we've looked at the temperature of those guys, but uh, I think everyone wants to. <laughs> I want to pump the brakes on that. Yeah. What's when, when's training camp start? Like, uh, I don't that like. I don't know if it's been an. I think it's October eighth or tenth around there. I would say. Yeah, man. Just to show up October first, get in like a week before, and yeah, get settled. I think, no I need to. Can. No need to get in September, man. It's still gonna be like ninety. <laughs> yeah, I'm enjoying Minnesota weather a bit too much. Are the golf courses pretty? Uh, pretty like firm during the summer. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're pretty firm. Uh, some would say conc- concrete. But uh, but I mean, if you get if you get a chance to play one of the nicer courses, I, I was very 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 lucky to play uh, TPC Los Colinas a couple of weeks back, and I mean, just they still it's not they don't have any major tournaments there anymore. But, oh my God, man, they keep they keep that place absolutely pristine. So it's where all the water in Texas goes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just to that <laughs> that specific golf course, but yeah, yeah. man. Uh, also want to plug the uh, the on Americans. I guess I don't know if it's called the Golf Classic or something or whatever it is. They got it coming up in October, uh, and and I don't know about these boys, but I'm definitely gonna make the trip. I think it's on Tuesday, October 18th, I believe. Um, oh, hold on. Yeah, Let's yeah. Go ahead and uh, put in that time off request now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might be uh, ripping it up on the links. Uh, I think it's the Waters Creek course out there. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. probably our old apartment. Yeah. There. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I have to get out there and rip it. Um, but yeah, man, the uh, the courses are pretty much bone dry outside of that. Uh, you can tap your club on the uh, on the fairway, and it sounds like there's an echo under it from how stiff it is on the uh, on, on the green. Yeah. One uh, one exception 
Woodbridge little gym out in Wiley would recommend. That oh. course is pristine for the price. I did, play, I did play Woodbridge. That's yeah. Yeah, we'll get you on the course if you show up here a little bit early. We'll we'll get a few rips in, get you ready for the uh the invitational, as it were, for the Americans. Uh, what what courses all... do you guys usually hit? What are your uh man, it's we're we're all over. Um I know like Patrick said, Woodbridge is a good one. Uh I've been playing I played Duck Creek a couple times. That's an absolute goat pasture. Uh but they yeah, may have actual goats out there. <laughs> no, I think I think it's the uh, senior citizens that live uh, against the golf course. But I could see I could see how you could get them confused because I've heard some noises out of them that 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 may or may not resemble a goat, um, and not not the greatest of all time. We're not talking about the acronym, um, but so kind of back on the team for a second. What do you 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 kind of mentioned obviously coming in with a positive attitude. What are you looking to bring on the ice, and do you feel like there's a bit of a monkey off your back going into this season, knowing that you're starting at D and being able to, to you know, shift your focus and, and not have to worry so much about, uh, you know, basically changing major positions. Yeah, I think for me, like just, I mean, the D last year, the core there helped me out a lot. And just, I think offensively, it's pretty easy to come to me just being a forward and stuff. Um, but just, yeah, there's different parts like in the ozone, when did, when to pinch and stuff, but, um, when I was in good enough condition and stuff, being able to pinch at times, be able to get back. And um, just positionally, I'm just, um, I think going into the season, uh, just bringing that offensive side. I know a lot of guys just like that. I was just, you know, keeping it simple in the D zone or the neutral zone, just snap it up to them and then just jump up there. And um, we'll have to see how it goes and stuff. But um, I'm pretty excited to just bring offensive side and just be confident with my game here and running off of, uh, you know, years of playing as a forward i kind of know what the forwards are thinking so just going to kind of trust my instincts and go with that and then um rely on our d coach that we're bringing in to just you know teach me some stuff early on and get more and more chances and uh be a big part of the team and, and help the boys win yeah i mean I, I i just i hate to sound like a broken record but i mean even us you know i'm talking to a couple of people in the front office there's just so much excitement and buzz going into this season being able to, to kind of see you take take shape in a, on the defensive side of things uh, on like a straight full-time basis is, and man, it's just, I'm I'm so pumped up. I don't think I've ever been excited uh, or this excited for, for an Allen American season um, in recent memory. And there have been some some solid years. Uh, what would you say you personally is, is your message to the fans going into this? Obviously, you know, there's a big change in regime. There's a lot of, I don't want to say uncertainty because things have been put in place now. Um, but kind of what would you say to the fans coming into this and maybe some new fans that we can bring on board? Yeah, I think for the new fans, it's just, you know, uh, or old fans, maybe if they, uh, you know, some fans come, but uh, I think with this, everything, everyone's just going to be excited with the way it's going to be ran from, from the front office down to the head coaching to the players. I think everything is just going to be, so professional the way it's going to be ran is just going to be so exciting for everyone and just be very inclusive and um, just seeing how Costello, like, you know, him, him playing and stuff and just his vision and stuff and the, you know, you kind of hear a few things, but uh, just seeing it come into place and how much he's changed and shaken up, I think it's going to be pretty cool for, uh, you know, the whole Allen community and, you know, Texas fans and stuff. And um, just, you know, what Costello's uh, mindset is for players and the team just, you know, pushing everyone forward and wanting us to grow and stuff. And um, I think it's just, 
I think there's just so much excitement. Like I can't even express how excited everyone is and fired up. It's just there's it's a bit overwhelming almost thinking about everything that's going on. And I know Costello's been going through a ton with the three ice and coaching and all the changes he wants to make. So I've kind of not tried to, to bother him too much, but uh, I'm just excited for what he's he's going to bring to the Texas uh, area of the year. Yeah, and, and there were a couple, I don't want to say naysayers, but I think there was a lot of uh, maybe uncomfortable curiosity, I guess is how I'll put it, with him going into three ice and, and playing, knowing that he was going to be coaching. But I think what a lot of people fail to realize is how crazy easy that three ice schedule was. I mean, they essentially flew out on Friday, they'd play on Saturday and fly home on Sunday, and he was in Allen. Monday through Thursday. <clears throat> and so, and not to mention, Saucerman was one of the guys in three eyes. So, I mean, Costi was putting work in while he was putting work in. Yeah. Uh, like, I just know, so, uh, oops, sorry. With, uh, no, no, go ahead. With Costi, I know, yeah, just talking to him. And, like, I try not to bother him just because he was so busy. And the three eyes, I don't think, took away from it. But, you know, he had a lot going on. He has four kids and stuff. But, um, yeah, that was a pretty cool summer thing that he got to do and have his family go to those cities and stuff. But every time if I needed or has something to, to talk to him about, um, he was right there and stuff. But I think he's just more set on just getting, like he's been grinding from what I've heard, just getting everything in place and stuff and wanting it to be perfect. He's a perfectionist in a lot of ways with that stuff and, you know, wants to be viewed professionally. And um, he was just such a legend off the ice. And I know that's what his, his big mindset is coming into the season. So, um, I have no doubt in him. I have full confidence, and I know uh, he's going to rock it. Well, we've talked a lot about on-ice stuff, but we got to catch up off-ice. What have you been binge-watching, if anything, this off-season? Have you had a chance to catch up on any shows, anything that you uh, kind of sat down and, and gave some focus to? Uh, what did I crush? I mean, the real question is, did you crush Stranger Things? Yeah, I crushed Stranger Things right when I got home. Me and my buddy. Oh, uh, so good. Yeah, that was, that's, that's still, yeah, the summer's gone. It feels like that's forever ago, but. Um, right. Yeah, we crushed that. That was an awesome series. I tried to get my dad into it, but he, he wasn't biting for the, the Omnius, I guess, in that, the show, but. Um, that's fair. That's, I crushed uh, Rick and Morty. I was watching a lot of that. This, <laughs> this nice, just After throw on. does. Yeah, and then um, big thing I do is just I like if I'm get done work this summer, I just throw on like a, a streamer like Tim the Tapman or something and just kind of be able to plug in and out. Okay. I'm not a big Fair. gamer. I suck at it, so I just kind of would throw that on and kind of nice. They just kind of banter with each other, and I can just kind of be there but not be there, so it's nice to kind of do that when I don't want to be too I'm on the uh, I'm on the I'm on the Dr. Disrespect side of uh, of the streaming. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. I like him a lot. I can't. I can't really watch Ninja that much. He's a bit too, uh, too loud. I don't know. He's for the kids. He's for yeah. The kids. He's a bit yeah young, young audience for me. The way playing Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind watching Fortnite. It's pretty fun, but, um, but uh, no, I never got into uh, Game of Thrones. I know you guys were talking about the House of Dragons, which my buddy's still trying to convince me maybe to hop on the. The House of Dragons show here. It's only two episodes. It's like an hour and forty minutes. Yeah, you guys are liking it though so far. I think it's I'm, good. I'm I'm not a, I'm not a Game yeah, of Thrones man. 
So I might I might watch the show. I might watch House of Dragons because dragons are sick. Uh, but I don't know. I, I watched a little bit of Game of Thrones when it was out. Not for me. Uh, I, I need Lord of the Rings stuff. I'm, I'm a nerd in that regard. Or Star Wars. Or Star Lord, Wars. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Star Wars. Yeah. Star yeah. Wars is the way. But yeah, I, Lord of the Rings dropping Friday. Okay. I watched the new uh, Thor. That was pretty good. And uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. I love those Marvel movies when they have that comedy with Thor in them. I, I love those, those movies. Yeah, that's that's more that's more my alley. Uh, did you get a chance to watch the Batman? Because Patrick loves that movie. Uh no, I did not. Is that the? Oh man, save yourself you got, four actually, hours. No, no, it. I no, was gonna dude. say no, no. If you're, if <laughs> I, you're, I watched it now. I'm good. I can, I, dude, give it another watch, man. It's so I it's so it. good. It's so good. good. It's so good. I'll I'll give you my HBO login if you don't have HBO. That way, when you're traveling down to Texas, you can watch it. It's like just over three hours. It'll knock out well over half of the trip for you. Oh, perfect. Uh, and you'll you'll feel like an absolute just <laughs> badass walking off the plane. You'll probably listen. You'll, you'll probably listening to uh, one Nirvana song in particular that they play in the in the movie like 16 times. Uh, but man, it's great. It's great watch. Completely different than the other Batman's, or yeah, it's it's completely on its own. Okay. Uh, it's the best version of Gotham and all of the movies. I mean, it just, it yeah, feels like I like this it, Gotham. Yeah. It feels like it could actually happen. Like you're not watching it going, Oh yeah. Like that's, you know, George Clooney sliding off the side of a building covered in ice because Arnold Schwarzenegger just lit it up with an ice ray gun. It's like, they make you believe like this stuff could happen in, in, in an actual like human style setting. So that was also like one of my favorite versions of Gotham though. It was like the ridiculous like neon and brightness. Oh, the old Schumacher. I'm I'm yeah. diving into the nerd and Timberton hard. Yeah. But yeah, definitely give it a watch. Patrick absolutely loved that movie. Probably watches it like every other day now. <laughs> you guys crushed the uh new Jurassic World? No, I haven't I haven't, got, I haven't finished it all. I want to. Oh, we just started watching like half of it this this afternoon and then it's pretty uh I mean that stuff's kind of weird too like you think that could happen at any time that'd be terrible I mean we're not far away from it might be no. might be good for some places we might take that out yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> important uh, any... question did you uh have you watched Shorzy no I heard that's unreal everyone's been telling me to watch it it's so it I think it's better than sticks letter Kenny. that's yeah, what I heard sticks are unreal. Trump's letter Kenny Oh, yeah. easily. And I think it's only six episodes. They're 20 something minutes a piece. The chirping is like, it's just Jerry Kiso, the guy that that created and writes that. And the guy from Letterkenny as well. I mean, it's his mind. He has to be like on smelling salts constantly because the way that they write it, it's so fast. And you, you, I've watched it probably four times now and I catch something new, like a new chirp every single time and go back and watch it. It's, it's fantastic. Is that on uh, HBO? Uh, that one is on Hulu. 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 Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, that's States, an easy. I feel like the States has like seven different things you have to subscribe to to be able to watch all these things. Oh, absolutely. And it's only going to get worse. It's it's, yeah. like, it's, it's bonkers. Yeah. Shout out to Bally Sports Southwest. We're probably going to get one of those streaming services. So if you want to pay $25. Oh, it's here? Yeah, it's already well, here, isn't it? It's, I think it's getting more broad, uh, but <clears throat> NHL66.ir. 
And you just watch every not every any, single they're not NHL. Any fucking money for me. Yeah, I'm not, not paying. Today. Uh, it's like two hundred dollars a year. Yeah, no thanks. I'll just watch it for free. Um, any any new music on the radar that we need to be on the lookout for? Any any new uh, any new tunes you're gonna throw on in the locker room heading into the season? I mean, I know last year we listened to uh, the high featuring Elton John with Young Thug. That was a big hit last year. Okay. Um, uh, Loud Luxury, I think, has been a big. I got a. Um, I was at a wedding this summer with them. They were uh, flew in for that, so their their music. I'd say if you haven't heard of them, they're Canadian. They're uh, they're in Vegas Loud a lot now, but they're. Okay. Uh, their songs like Body, Summer Nights, or These Nights, I think it's called, and some of those songs. They're just a feel-good summer kind of song, like you're on a boat, kind of like a okay. I go, so I'd shout them out. They're uh, great guys, and they uh, they got to be my favorite right now. Loud Luxury. All right, I'm going to pop them in the old Spotify. Uh, I'm a Spotify guy. Yeah. Shout out, though, to Apple Podcasts, because for some reason, even though we advertise it and say, listen here, and the link goes directly to Spotify, Apple Podcast is still the uh, it's still the way to go. Number one, <laughs> we the best. Uh, oh, I would you guys uh, to pick your guys' mind? What would you guys pick for a wind song if you were to a hidden gem? a wind song? Yeah. Oh man, I mean, I I was a big fan, and it wasn't the uh, it wasn't a wind song, but. Man, I was a huge fan of when you guys, and this might have been, you were here last season. I don't think you were, you didn't play with like Les Lancaster and Josh Slam and those guys, did you? Uh, I was there for a little bit of that. I can those guys a little bit. Okay, so, but they would have the Metallica Seek and Destroy was the skate out song. And okay. that was just like such a premiere, like that opening riff. And I don't know what they changed it to last year. Man, it was it was not the yeah, same. Um, I know that was a thing we were trying to figure out. I think some guys had some songs requested, and they just it never really came to. Like I don't know where the translation got lost that we wanted certain things, but um, I'm saying like in the locker room after a big like you kind of have a song that you listen to all year and you ride off of. Uh, Game over by Little Flip. Oh, that's old school. That's old school. Yeah, yeah, I like the game over. Uh yeah, I'm I'm gonna go. Oh, I'm gonna have to go that. with uh, "Watch Your Step" by Joey Valance and Bray. Uh, shout out to TikTok. It's got a very like Beastie Boys style kind of uh, beat to it. Okay, and I can't I can't get enough of it. I also I'm one of the uh, oh I know what Jason will say Chattacoochie. <laughs> Chattacoochie. Chattacoochie. <laughs> Chattacoochie. <laughs> He dropped he dropped the Chattacoochee last last week on accident. Um actually you know what? I'm gonna go with uh Joe Dolo, J-O-D-L-O. It's called Feel Blessed. And he's actually one of the actors on Shorzy, but he's he's a rapper as well, and it's a phenomenal song. Yeah, I'm gonna have to listen to those. And I was on DJ for kind of like the end of the season. I got together and put like a big playlist together, so I'm Trying to come prepared for the season, doing my off-season preparation. Good thing to way. send you the uh, the pylon playlist. Yeah, we had a pretty wicked playlist going. Uh, yeah, I know Patrick is disappointed in me because he wants me to say, "Man, I feel like a woman from Shania Twain." 
man. Man, God, you want to get me absolutely riled up on the ice? You you put on Let's Go Girls, and I'm I might I, I'm damn near Connor. Uh, Connor McGregor, <laughs> I mean, Connor, uh, Connor McGregor Swift, and I'm <laughs> Alex Ovechkin out there with a, a one tooth grin. You just bring out a di- whole different side of me. Um, but I do want to I do want to give some disparaging remarks to uh, one Mark Lines. He's one of our listeners, one of our mm. one of our buddies we skate with. He always wants to play Taylor Swift when we're really on the ice. And I'm sorry, but I don't want to hear about Taylor Swift's most recent breakups when I'm skating. Yeah, nothing she's, she's nothing drains it. the energy on the ice more. She's, she's got to get out not. of her own way. <laughs> she's at a soft relationship status, like going off those, like, poor girl. Yeah. I mean, I say we say poor girl, but every time she gets into a breakup, she makes like a cool $60 million off an album. Yeah. She's not, she's not doing too bad. Yeah. Sabotage those relationships, just get a new hit hit going. I mean, that might be a theory. We might be cracking a code here. Crime podcast. Onto something. Yeah. But well, dude, I I don't know about the other guys. I don't have anything left for you. I'm just, like I said earlier, so excited for the season pumped to get you back on the podcast. Um, Obviously we'll probably get some in, in person stuff going this season. Uh, now that you know Canada and America have both defeated COVID, uh, put it into submission, just across uh, cross hold, like we 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 did it, baby, we won. So yeah, it's you can't see me; it's completely gone. We'll we'll uh, we'll get some in person stuff going. Obviously, we've already asked you about Waterburger. I think that could be a whole segment in itself. Uh, getting your uh, very professional first time ever review. Um, but yeah, uh, if the guys don't have anything else, I mean, it's a little bit shorter than normal, but I mean, this is cream of the crop kind of stuff that we had today. You're seasoned now at this point. So yeah, wow. you're a seasoned vet. Grizzled vet now. Yeah. Broke yeah. Rookie status. Broke the rookie status. You're, you're one of the very few two times joining the likes of Josh Lamb and Les Lancaster. Dudes is the only three time, uh, wow. only three time guest. I mean, like we said, He's, the he's guy just reeks of, yeah, he reeks of pure joy. So yeah. Yeah, we'd be silly not to have him back on. Yeah. Well, no, I appreciate you guys having me on and snap it around. It's uh, it's always an honor to be on here and shoot the shit and uh, hopefully see you guys on the bus with some Whataburgers and Uncrustables at some point. That'd be pretty uh, pretty good time if that, that came to fruition. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That, I think was, it's- that was my one That was my one question that I meant to follow up on. Uncrustables in the freezer or no? Uh, I think we did fridge. Okay, so so a bit chill. Some guys, some guys right. would toast them. So okay, Ooh. that's a new one. Hey. Uh, oh, no, really? dude, like uh, I throw them on like the griddle, not not like the griddle, but like we have a oh my god, like a flat iron. Mm-hmm. Just throw them on there and let them cook up for a bit. Yeah, they're kind of toast them on both sides. I was uh, skeptical at first, but it you know it it did its uh its job mm-hmm. it was pretty good. Okay. Well, uh. I guess the sign-off for you can be this one's for the Uncrustables. Yeah, this one's for the Uncrustables. There we go. Beautiful. Awesome. Thanks, guys. All right. Absolutely. Thank you, Patrick. You want to wrap it up? Yeah. Stay sassy, always. And uh, stay moist. Uh, And don't, for any reason, even if your athletic trainer is the most beautiful teddy bear in the world, forget your Kermit tattoos.
Yeah. Yeah.